Welcome to the First Church Orlando podcast. Here you will find recordings of weekly sermons, devotions, interviews, and seminar recordings from the First United Methodist Church of Orlando. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to today's First Church Orlando podcast. My name is Eric Lindborg, and I'm an active member at the church, and I also serve on the Media and Communications Committee. I had the opportunity to sit down with Jason last fall to learn more about his background and how he came to become the Chancel Choir Director at First Church. If you missed that edition of the Getting to Know Our Neighbors podcast, please go check it out because I know you would enjoy getting to know Jason. Since that original podcast, Jason's wonderful talents have been recognized by all of us who have had the opportunity to see the choir perform. Today, we want to spend a little time getting an update on Jason's work and learn how those who might be interested in the choir can get involved. Jason, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much, Eric. It's it's great to be back with you again. Great to be with you as well. So for starters, um, tell us a little bit more about your role as the First Church Chancel Choir Director. What does that entail? Well, uh, you know, this is a, a, a great time for me to kind of celebrate personally um, because I'm completing my first full year at First Church. Um, I started right uh, in at the beginning of August last year, and so we're coming up on this one-year uh, anniversary. And I have to tell you, I have just um, absolutely loved this first year. Uh, it's been wonderful getting to know all the folks, both on uh, people on staff, the 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 choir members, the the members of the church at large, um, and I have been made to feel completely welcome by everyone. And it's just it's been a wonderful first year experience for me. Um, as far as what I do in the church, um, I work with the choir on a weekly basis. We have uh, we have a weekly rehearsal. Um, I get to explore our vast music library, um, and with just so many uh, thousands, a couple thousand, I think, amazing titles of music in our library, um, and get to work with our uh, ministry staff. Um, on selecting music that fits the the season of the year or the message being preached from the pulpit um, and just really try to make um, the music uh, a, a part of the service, kind of the glue, uh, if you will, that holds all the elements of the service together. So uh, our weekly rehearsals and service planning, and then of course our Sunday mornings together. Um, I, I, uh, uh, that's basically my my function in the in the church, and I just have loved this first year. Well, well Jason, so how how fun to celebrate your your first anniversary and have this conversation. It's been a, a joy for all of us who've observed your work, and it's uh, even more exciting to hear how fulfilling it's been for you. But I will tell you, it's what you just described sounds like a very busy and full job. And one of the takeaways I had from our last conversation is that you're an incredibly busy professional balancing the needs at church, Orange County Public Schools, and your continued studies towards your PhD. Um, so with all of that on your plate, what the heck motivates you and uh, how do you keep it going? Well, I'll tell you, I have uh, I have been uh, saying a few prayers lately for more hours to be added to the day. 
um, because it it really is a lot. But I love everything that I do. Um, I I feel fortunate to be able to do what I do every day, um, both in OCPS working with uh, teachers there um, at First Church, working with our choir and uh, and the wonderful staff. Like I said before, I. It keeps me busy, but it's so fulfilling. Um, I just, you know, it's it's one of those things where I feel incredibly fortunate to be one of the people that gets to do what they love every day. What an amazing blessing, not just for you, but for, for all of us that, that get to see your work and, and be a part of it. You know, one of the things that fascinates me about a choir is your 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 you're taking many and you're bringing them together and creating something bigger than all the participants, right? Something, you know, sort of magical happens. And so what is your approach to building a choir? What does that look like for you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say that, um, you know, as you alluded to the wonderful thing about making music together in a group environment, whether it's a choir or an instrumental ensemble, um, you know, in whatever type of musical group it is, it's just kind of elevating beyond what one person can do. Um, you know, it, it's a team sport and uh, we we get to play off of one another. And that all really starts with building a community among the members of the choir, you know, um, being more than just a group of individuals that come into a space once or twice a week to do an activity together for an hour or two, you know, to actually spend the time to get to know one another. Um, mm. Over the course of this past year that I've been here, there have been many occasions um, where we've, you know, had had birthdays in the choir. We'll stop and sing a happy birthday song. Uh, everyone sign a card, you know, have some cake. We've had we've had um, weddings together and funerals together in this past year. Um, and it really is a family. And we don't just share the experience of rehearsing and then performing music uh, on a Sunday morning, but we really are going on life's journey together as a singing family among the larger church body. It's really, it's, it's a very uniquely special experience. Amazing. Amazing. And I think, you know, community is, is such uh, an important thing for all of us, but especially now after we've come through, you know, this pandemic experience and that looked different for everyone. But one thing is consistent, and that is we all need community and we need to be with each other and supported by each other. And it sounds like the choir is a great place to, to have that. Absolutely. So in addition to community, how about sort of from a faith perspective, can, can singing in the choir uh, strengthen our faith and our relationship with Jesus? Sort of what's your experience um, with that aspect of it? Absolutely. I mean, I, I feel like, um, you know, I've been a lifelong church attender uh, from, from childhood. Um, I've been involved in music ministries throughout most of my life within the church uh, various churches where I've been. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's kind of, uh, 
every once in a while, you know, there's an experience in performing music or even sitting in a, a seat and listening to others perform music where it, it can kind of transport you and it's sort of mm. otherworldly, almost like a, you know, just a, one of those, as they say, like a mountaintop experience that you just kind of lose yourself in the music. And to me, that is a very spiritual experience mm. and, and almost one of the closest things I can think of to experiencing what it must be like to be in God's presence, you know, and, and when we get just that right mixture of music and uh, gospel, uh, you know, the spoken word together, uh, I just think that it can be incredibly uplifting and almost take you to a different plane, you know, where, where yeah. you just really are engaging with God. It's almost like you are, you, well, we are, but we are part of the kingdom of God through that experience, i.e. it's almost a heavenly um, experience spiritually. Absolutely. Awesome. I mean, I, I've, I've contemplated before what the music might sound like in heaven, <laughs> and I, I can't wait to find that out someday. Cause I imagine, you know, if, if some of the wonderful experiences that I've had in my lifetime, you know, what's, what's awaiting us in heaven probably uh, must put that absolutely to shame and just be amazing. Like you, I can't wait and I will have a front row seat for sure. <laughs> Actually, no, I'll be in the choir. <laughs> I'll be enjoying well, it. You know, and you don't have to wait till heaven. You can you can be in the <laughs> choir now if you'd like, Eric. Well, that is a that is a great segue. So here we are in July and summer. I know uh, the choir's taking a bit of a break, but it, we're gearing up now for the, the fall and the holiday season. So with that, uh, what do we have in, in front of us? What are the opportunities uh, to participate in the choir going forward? Absolutely. You know, I'm so excited about our coming season. Um, you know, the, the first year is always kind of just getting used to the new environment, getting your feet wet, figuring out what's what. Now that I've been here for a year, I'm so excited to get into year two. Um, we are, we have, as you said, been taking a bit of a break the past month or so. Um, the choir normally rehearses on Wednesday evenings at 7 PM upstairs in the choir room, second floor. Um, and, uh, we, we take those Wednesday night rehearsals off for the summer. We've still been, uh, participating in, on Sunday mornings in the service, but we're getting ready to gear up to uh, start our weekly rehearsal schedule again. Uh, that first rehearsal is coming up on Wednesday, August 10th. Um, like I said, it starts at seven, goes for an hour and a half. Um, but we rehearse weekly. We sing uh, each Sunday. Um, I'm, I'm already uh, ordering new music for the new year. Um, we're programming uh, based on the liturgical calendar, um, the, the messages that the, the uh, pastoral staff is planning to bring to us this fall, um, some exciting stuff. And of course, we look ahead always later in the fall. We have All Saints, uh, which is a big day. We have um, the Advent season and, of course, our annual Christmas concert and then Christmas Eve services. Um, just very, very excited. Uh, we have a lot of beautiful new music. Uh, that I'm ordering, as well as some some cherished classics for the the December season, um, and it's it's going to be great. So uh, I really do uh, hope that we have uh, some some folks that might be interested in joining uh, the choir this year and and experiencing that with us. It's going to be fantastic. 
Oh man, it sounds like there's a, a, a wealth of rich opportunities to get involved and I'll just uh, reiterate. So uh, rehearsals are on Wednesday evening, 7 p.m., second floor in the choir room. And the mm -hmm. first uh, rehearsal of the season will be August the 10th, which happens to be two weeks from today. So with, with that, um, so there, there's probably people out there like me who love music, love to sing, uh, love to sing privately, um, but maybe don't necessarily have confidence in our ability to, to join a choir or, or, or use our gifts that way. So, so what do people need to have or what skills they need to have to, to come and be a part of the choir? Well, I tell you, I, I tell people that, you know, if you've got a voice, you qualify. Um, if awesome. you if you love God, you qualify. You know, um, uh, one of the things I loved the most this past year was uh, learning the first church tradition on Easter Sunday of inviting members of the congregation forward to sing the hallelujah mm. chorus at the end of the service. Love and I, I loved it. It was so great to see many, many people in both services come forward to join the choir for the hallelujah chorus and they sounded fantastic. So, I, you know, my point, I guess, is that a lot of times folks tend to beat themselves up and, and say they're not much of a singer, but everyone has the capacity to join the choir and lift up their voice with us in praise to the, to our father. So I think just like on, on uh, Easter Sunday, when everyone came forward for the hallelujah chorus, I hope lots of folks will come forward and join the choir on a regular basis. We'd love to have as many people as would like to be with us. Uh, what a wonderful invitation and welcome. So if, if you have a voice and you love God, which is most of us listening to this, um, you have an opportunity to be part of something really special. So come check it out. So if someone does show up um, for that first rehearsal for the first time, what could they expect? Yeah, well, you know, we um, we have uh, uh, our choir room upstairs, like I said, on the second floor. We've got lots of space. We've got lots of wonderful welcoming people uh, already in the choir that are looking forward to welcoming new folks in. When you walk in the door, uh, we have a table in the front with all of the music that you need laid out. Um, we are ready to receive new members, assign music folders and choir robes and all those types of things. But I think what you'll really find is, as I said before, a warm uh, family of believers and of singers that is uh, ready and waiting uh, and excited to welcome new people in and just enjoy sitting side by side singing great music together. I love it. Come be a part of that community. It's uh, wide open to all of us, it sounds like. So, well, speaking of that and, and family as well, um, so some folks may have uh, children they need to care for. Is there an opportunity for, for child care during the rehearsals? Absolutely. We have, um, just like on Sunday morning services and various church activities throughout the week, um, our, our wonderful child care staff is available for our Wednesday evening rehearsals. 
Um, we do ask that folks uh, either contact me directly or even better, there's a, um, a child care request form on the church website, firstchurchorlando.org, um, where they can go in and just indicate that they're coming to choir practice on Wednesday evening uh, and that they need child care for their, for their children. It's right there on the second floor, uh, very close to the choir room where you can drop those kiddos off and uh, they'll have some fun uh, while you're uh, over in the choir room singing with us. Awesome. So those of you with kiddos, no excuses. We've got that covered too. Um, well, this has been great, but I, you know, I, I think, you know, as we kind of wrap this conversation up, um, I would imagine you've probably yourself or observing others um, experienced some stories about how people's lives may have been changed um, through participating in the choir or through the music and arts ministry. Um, th does anything come to mind, any recollection of that, that you can share with the listeners around how this um, experience could really move someone? Um, let me think. I, I remember, um, I'm thinking back to our uh, Christmas concert this past December, and um, it was just a beautiful, beautiful night. Um, and after the, the concert was over and, and, you know, kind of thinking back, I know it's, it's so easy already to forget about some of the COVID hardships that we've just recently been coming through, but, you know, that Christmas concert, uh, was the first sort of big face-to-face, -face, uh, musical event with lots of singing um, that many of us had experienced in, you know, a year and a half or more at that point. And I remember after the concert ended, walking forward into the chancel and greeting the choir members uh, and just congratulating them and telling them how um, proud I was of them, how mm. impressed I was with their singing. Um, and I saw, you know, more than one member of the choir came up to me with tears in their eyes mm. and just said how amazing it was to be able to be together in person singing again after such a long time apart through COVID. So it just really touched me. And that that's a, a memory that stands out to me from this past year. Oh, it's that's life changing and life giving stuff right there. And I um uh... I was there listening and I, of course I'm a crier anyways, but I can tell you there were plenty of wet eyes uh, on the other side of the choir as well. Cause it was just a beautiful, beautiful service. Well, thank you so much. I mean, we're, and we're looking forward to another great one this year with, uh, with a big uh, piece by Dan Forrest uh, yeah. and uh, orchestra. It's, it's going to be phenomenal. So uh, again, the, the, the invitation is out there for any and all to come and join us and lift your voice. Wonderful. Well, Jason, thank you so much for spending time with us today. And on behalf of First Church Orlando, we just want to thank you for your service and your dedication and your investment in our wonderful church and our wonderful church body. I hope that some of the people who listen to this feel a nudge from the Holy Spirit to take steps to join the choir, check it out, uh, or uh, participate in some other aspect of the broader First Church Orlando music and arts ministry. So Jason, thank you again for your time and thank you so much for what you do for our church and our community. My pleasure always to, to spend time talking with you. Thank you so much for the invitation.
We hope you enjoyed the podcast and that you will listen again in the future. If you enjoyed today's message, we hope you'll subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and share it with others on social media. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If this podcast is a valuable resource to you, we invite you to give to this ministry by making a financial contribution at firstchurchorlando.org forward slash give. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.